When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, sweet one, and welcome to Bedtime Stories for Adults, where I will help you get the calm you need after a long day. Today was a hard day for you, but I want you to know you are not alone because I'm here to help. I want you to lay back while I give you some relaxation exercises, and then I have just the right bedtime story for you. It's called The Frog King, and the moral of the story is Honor your promises, and you will be rewarded. Okay, are you ready? Are you laying down in your bed? Great. Now, don't worry. I know that when the day is too hard, it may seem impossible to lay still as your mind is still racing and expecting your body to do the same. But I still want you to try, and I know you can do it. I want you to lay flat in a comfortable position with your hands to your side and your palms facing up. Now block everything out of your mind except my voice. Take a deep breath in and out. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. Each time you take a breath, I want you to be aware of your body and I want you to relax it. Do they feel tense? How about your toes? Try to relax it. Next, your torso. And then your arms. Do they feel loose? How about your fingers? Try to make them more relaxed. Your shoulders. Try to drop your shoulders. Let them relax. Your neck. Your head and your face. Be aware of your eyebrows, your mouth area, your eyes. Let your body relax as you listen to my voice and slow your breathing. And now, while you allow your body to relax and your breathing to slow, I will begin the story. In olden times, when wishing still helped one, there lived a king whose daughters were all so beautiful. But the youngest was so beautiful that the sun itself, which had seen so much, was astonished whenever it shone in her face. Close by the king's castle lay a great dark forest and under an old elm tree in the forest was a well. And when the day was warm, the king's child went out into the forest and sat down by the side of the cool fountain. And when she was bored, she took a golden ball and threw it up on high 
and cotton, and this ball was her favorite plaything. Now it so happened that on one occasion the princess's golden ball did not fall into the little hand which she was holding up for it, but onto the ground below, and rolled straight into the water. The king's daughter followed it with her eyes, but it vanished, and the well was deep, so deep that the bottom could not be seen. At this she began to cry, and cried louder and louder, and could not be comforted. And as she thus lamented, someone said to her, What ails you, king's daughter? You weep so that even a stone would show pity. She looked around to the side from whence the voice came, and saw a frog stretching forth its big, ugly head from the water. Ah, old water splasher, is it you, she said? I am weeping for my golden ball, which has fallen into the well. Be quiet and do not weep, answered the frog. I can help you. But what will you give me if I bring your plaything up again? Whatever you will have, dear frog, she said. My clothes, my pearls, and jewels, and even my golden crown, which I am wearing. The frog answered, I do not care for your clothes, nor your pearls or jewels, nor for your golden crown. But if you will love me, and let me be your companion and playfellow, and sit by you at the little table, and eat off your little golden plate, and drink out of your little cup, and sleep in your little bed, if you will promise me this, I will go down below and bring you your golden ball up again. Oh, yes, she said. I promise you all you wish if you will just bring me back my ball again. But she thought, how this silly frog does talk. All he does is to sit in the water with the other frogs and croak. He can be no companion to any human being. But the frog... When he had received this promise, put his head into the water, and in a short while he came swimming up again with the ball in his mouth and threw it on the grass. The king's daughter was delighted to see her pretty plaything once more and picked it up and ran away. Wait, wait, said the frog. Take me with you. I can't run as you can. But what did it avail him to scream his croak, croak after her as loudly as he could? She did not listen to it, but ran home and soon forgot the poor frog, who was forced to go back into his well again. The next day, when she had seated herself at the table with the king and all the courtiers, and was eating from her little golden plate, something came creeping, splish, splash, Splish, splash, up the marble staircase. And when it had got to the top, it knocked at the door and cried, Princess, youngest princess, open the door for me. She ran to see who was outside, but when she opened the door, there sat the frog in front of it, 
Then she slammed the door. In great haste, she sat down to dinner again and was quite frightened. The king saw plainly that her heart was beating violently and said, My daughter, what are you so afraid of? Is there perchance a giant outside who wants to carry you away? Ah, no, she replied. It is no giant, but a disgusting frog. What does a frog want with you? Ah, dear father, yesterday as I was in the forest sitting by the well, playing, my golden ball fell into the water, and because I cried so, the frog brought it out again for me, and because he so insisted, I promised him that he should be my companion, but I never thought he would be able to come out of his water, and now he is outside there and wants to come in to me. In the meantime, it knocked a second time and cried, Princess, youngest princess, open the door for me. Do you not know what you said to me yesterday by the cool waters of the well? Princess, young princess, open the door for me. Then said the king, That which you have promised must you perform. Go and let him in. She went and opened the door, and the frog hopped in and followed her, step by step to her chair. Then he sat and cried, Lift me up beside you. She delayed, until at last the king commanded her to do it. Once the frog was on the chair, he wanted to be on the table. And when he was on the table, he said, Now push your little golden plate nearer to me, that we may eat together. She did this, but it was so easy to see that she was not doing it willingly. The frog enjoyed what it ate, but almost every mouthful she took choked her. At length, he said, I have eaten and I am satisfied. Now I am tired. Carry me into your little room and make your little silken bed ready and we will both lie down and sleep together. The king's daughter began to cry, for she was afraid of the cold frog which she did not like to touch and which was now to sleep in her pretty clean little bed. But the king grew angry and said, He who helped you when you were in trouble ought not afterward to be despised by you. So she took hold of the frog with two fingers and carried him upstairs and put him in a corner. But when she was in bed, he crept to her and said, I am tired and I want to sleep as well as you. Lift me up or I will tell your father. At this, she was terribly angry and she took him and she threw him with all of her might against the wall. Now, will you be quiet, odious frog, she said. But when he fell down, he was no frog, but a king's son with kind and beautiful eyes. He, by her father's will, was now her dear companion and her husband. And then he told her how he had been bewitched by a wicked witch, and how no one could have delivered him from the well but herself, and that tomorrow they would go together into his kingdom. Then they went to sleep, and the next morning when the sun awoke them, 
a carriage came driving up with eight white horses. Each had white ostrich feathers on their head and were harnessed with golden chains. And behind them stood the young king's servant, Faithful Henry. Faithful Henry had been so unhappy when his master was changed into a frog that he had caused three iron bands to be laid around his heart, lest it should burst with grief and sadness. The carriage was to conduct the young king into his kingdom. Faithful Henry helped them both in and placed himself behind again and was full of joy because of this deliverance. And when they had driven a part of the way, the king's son heard a crackling behind him as if something had broken. So he turned around and cried, Henry, the carriage is breaking. No, master, it is not the carriage. It is a band from my heart, which was put there in my great pain when you were a frog and imprisoned in the well. Again and again, while they were on their way, something cracked, and each time the king's son thought the carriage was breaking, but it was only the bands which were springing from the heart of the faithful Henry, because his master was set free and was happy. And that, my sweet one, is a story of the Frog King by the Grimm's brothers. I hope you never break a promise, for keeping a promise truly is rewarding. Sleep well, my sweets. Tomorrow you will awaken to a beautiful day full of so many possibilities. Good night. (laughs) 